You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, your favorite pop and geek culture show where we have special guests here, Ant-Man and... Oh, oh I just squished him. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm Cody. I'm Sam. I'm Josh. We have a great show for you this week. Thank you all for tuning in. We have a bunch of news to go over, but first... Let's talk about a few things we have been checking out. And we just mentioned Ant-Man. We might as well go ahead and talk a little bit about Ant-Man. I think it's a little too early to talk, get like get into spoilers. Pest boy. And stuff. Because it's good and worth seeing. It's good and worth seeing. But on, on the flip side of it, uh, there's not much to spoil. Yeah. But there's enough, I suppose. I mean, it doesn't surprise. Yeah. Just general thoughts. I enjoyed it immensely. Yes. I think it was, I thought it was great. Thoroughly good. It was different enough. It, the stakes were a lot lower, which is fine mm-hmm. after the, the highest stakes of them all in Infinity War. Yeah, this was a nice breather. Yeah. This movie was very much needed after the doom and gloom of Infinity yeah. War. Well, where sure. does it take place in the timeline? Like uh, before Infinity con- War? Concurrent to Infinity War. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I would say. Especially given how the movie ends. Mm. Um, yeah. And if you don't, if you didn't see Infinity War and you get that, that mid credits roll. Mm-hmm. You're gonna. It's gonna be. It's real gonna. It's gonna be real and weird and confusing to you, but uh, yeah. No, it definitely sets up exactly when in the timeline this movie takes place. I liked uh, how they explained where Ant Man was during Infinity War yeah, and why I, he has kind of been kind of spread out and divorced from the rest of the cast. They gave a real good reason why mm-hmm. he wasn't there. They did. They uh, didn't. How do I want to put it? They gave the Wasp enough agency and introduced her without making it an origin story for her. She started the movie already the wasp and already way more competent than ant-man yeah i mean was she always or was. will ever be <laughs> oh yeah oh incredibly yeah i, I mean lo- I like she evangeline. did train him to fight mm-hmm. in how to use the equipment in the first movie yeah I, but i like i like evangeline lily a lot i think she's a great actress she did an excellent job yes and they fixed her hair they did she doesn't have <laughs> yeah. that really serious weird hair that she had <laughs> yeah um, but no, this movie has a little bit of everything. I mean, the, it's the comedy is definitely cranked up for sure. Paul Rudd is fantastic. Paul Rudd is like, great. like you would expect. Did mm-hmm. they have? Did they have fun voiceovers from his friend? Like they did. They the had. Movie? They did it once. Ah, okay. I don't, and it was very good. <laughs> it was very very good. They didn't overplay it, which was kind of what I was worried about them doing because it was that was one of the highlights of the first movie yeah. where they did that a couple times. And he was really good in the movie in general. And just in general, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know what? All of his um, Scott Lang's like old team of crooks. Hmm. Or whatever, because they're like in a they're a security company now or something. Like yeah, that, I think. XCon security. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> um, I see what they did there. Mm-hmm. But uh, but no, it was really fun. I enjoyed it uh, quite a bit. The villain was compelling. And her name or, like just a ghost. Or yeah, something? ghost. Okay. Um, she was compelling and kind of tragic without being like like either maudlin or like just super like one note like yeah. like the uh, like the villain from ant-man where he was just like i'm evil ant-man i'm going to punch things god i hated the yellow jackets so much. <laughs> yeah but no ghost was really really good yeah. and i th- i liked that they didn't kill her at the end mm-hmm. they, yeah i the only issue i have with ghosts and this is only if if she looked exactly like a destiny person she did and yeah. I mean, if you don't have any basis on what Destiny is, it won't bother you. Mm-hmm. But that suit design is a hundred percent a Destiny suit. Like I've seen pictures and stuff, and I'm like, I had a, I had like a kind of a, a Destiny Starcraft kind of vibe. Maybe yeah. because of the name. Is Ghost. Yeah, and her name is Ghost, and that doesn't help either. Mm-hmm. Well, they they did the best they could <laughs> with the character because the character from the comics is an is an Iron Man villain, mm-hmm. and the uh, armor that she wore was like prototype Iron Man armor that had phasing abilities. So, I mean, they did the best they could to kind of make it not Iron Man armor yeah, to varying degrees of success. By making her a Destiny Hunter. Pretty much, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to say this now. In the comics, Iron Man does not have that great... It doesn't have a great many of compelling villains. No, no, really. The Most man. of them are just villains in stolen Iron Man armor. Yeah, it's villains who steal his armor and like the Mandarin. Yeah. And that's and about t- it. And Titanium Man. Yeah. Soviet Iron Man. Most Marvel villains aren't especially compelling. Well, barring that's... like Doctor Doom and... yeah. And uh, Magneto. Magneto. Yeah, that was the other one I was trying to think of. Yeah. No, they're not. They're not the strongest. I mean, that's why you have the Marvel heroes fighting each other so often, <laughs> because, yeah, they're that's, their own worst enemies. That's mm-hmm. DC's bag. DC's got the good villains. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For Definitely. sure. Um, too bad too the ba- movies can't do anything <laughs> yeah, good with them. Too bad they don't know how to use utilize them correctly. Yeah, right. All right. So um, beyond uh, Ant-Man, which everyone should go see, it's still in the theaters. Go go check it out. I think it's been out for like a week and a half yeah, or something like that. Week. Just Yeah, just go see it. I went back and watched a couple of old episodes of uh, Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Always, always a good idea. Always a very good idea. Do you guys realize Nostalgia. that was 
20 years ago. Shut your face. Yeah. Like yeah. the DVD set that I got, I started watching was the set called This is 1997. Wow. Tw- 20 years, 21 years. Pre-Adult Swim, Adult Swim. Mm-hmm. And Back when it was uh, just William Street. Yeah. And I tell you what, guys, it holds up. It holds up super well. Like the jokes aren't nearly as dated as most shows that were 20, 20 some years old. Hilarious. Like the episode um, where Space Ghost wrote the episode is still one of my favorite <laughs> of the bunch. You go to prison. You go to prison. That joke you told? <laughs> Guess who write today's show? <laughs> I did. I write. Today. Me. I write it. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's it's too absurdist uh-huh. to to age poorly. Yeah. Or the episode, uh, I guess I, I didn't watch. remember this one being on air, but it's on the DVD set. Jon Stewart was interviewed, and he was clearly hungover. <laughs> and they constantly made reference to how hungover he was. Like, like Zorak was making, like, really snide remarks about, you know, what would it be like to not interview a, a hungover guest? <laughs> and you have Jon Stewart, like, unshaven. He has a ball cap pulled over his eyes to hide, like, his bloodshot eyes. And, like, <laughs> just kind of slumped back in his chair. Yeah. Oh man, good stuff! It reminds me of this. T- reminds me of that time I ran into Norman Reedus at a comic convention. <laughs> oh, running late to his appearance in sunglasses. Oh sure, indoors because yeah. Well, well he always wears those in indoors. Yeah, because like, yeah, he's probably always hungover. When <laughs> hey, that's that is he's uh, just being in character. We're just yeah, that's in character. We're not making any. We could, we could someday interview Norman Reedus. That's not too far of a get for us. So he is allegedly hungover at every convention he goes to. Allegedly. If I had to deal with that massive throng of uh, unwashed Walking uh, Dead fans. Yeah, uh, I would I would need to drink too. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> I would allegedly need to drink. <laughs> oh, and the last thing I did was I watched a retrospective of Space Jam. No. People, yeah, people our age basically talking about Space Jam and kind of diving deep into You want to talk about something some that's probably really dated. Yeah, but that didn't yeah, age well. It, I know it doesn't tell, age well. It I've... doesn't <laughs> age well. It doesn't hold up. I kind of want to go back and watch it for myself because there are some things in there that are just like, did not look like it, it holds up at all. Like Bill Murray, I guess um, he just constantly looks directly at the camera and is just like making up lines, I guess. <laughs> that's funny though. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. That's very Bill and, Murray. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Michael Jordan, every clip, I guess I didn't remember remember how bad of an actor Michael Jordan was, but from what I've seen of like the clips they used from their retrospective, um, like he's just like lifeless. Well, you know, he was probably a better actor than he was a baseball player. Well, uh, yeah. allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. I, I remember catching a little bit of it on Cartoon Network when I like, I'm still like, it's probably five years ago mm-hmm. to the, this day and thinking, boy, this does not hold up. <laughs> I mean, Looney Tunes and Michael Jordan, and both things that are completely irrelevant nowadays. today nowadays. Yeah. Back when Michael Jordan was the LeBron. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of Looney Tunes movies with live action people, do you guys remember uh, Looney Tunes back in action? The one with Jenna Elfman and was it Brendan Fraser? Yeah, that was Brendan Fraser. Oh, yeah. man. And evil Steve Martin as the bad guy. <laughs> that was not great. No. It does have Daleks in it, though. It does. That's true. And they used them without permission and almost got the BBC in a lot of trouble. <laughs> I re- actually, I read that somewhere. It oh, really? It caused a big mess, and they almost lost the Daleks because of it. Really? Wait, wait, wait. Huh. How would the BBC lose the Daleks if Warner Brothers used it illegally? Um, be- well, I forget the, the story. Is it like the Daleks are owned by someone outside of the BBC? Yeah. And they license it out, oh. and Warner Brothers like retained the license temporarily or something like that? Does that sound... That might kind of, be it. Yeah. I don't. It was such a long time ago when I read about it, but there was Ooh. a big mess regarding the Daleks appearing now, yeah. in that film. Now I'm curious who made the the, the movie the the American movie uh, Doctor Who and the Daleks with, I don't know, with Peter Cushing. Steve mm-hmm. Martin demanded the Daleks be there too. Oh, he, really? He wanted them there. Huh. Interesting. He's apparently a Doctor Who fan. Oh, hmm. Steve Martin, Whovian. Yeah. Who knew? Who knew? Uh, uh, all right. That's so, for you people. Yeah. Because we uh, love you. Okay, so uh, that's all I've checked out for the week. So someone else, someone else go. I, I played my three hours of Octopath Traveler demo. Oh, uh, yeah. How is that? It's really good. I said in the line chat with you guys that it lets you play the full game. Mm-hmm. It kind of railroads you in a little bit. Oh, it does. There's places you can't go. Mm. But honestly, it, they're all places that you wouldn't want to go within the first three hours of the game anyway. Gotcha. Gotcha. But uh, it's very good. Um, battle system is like you'd expect from a classic jrpg sure art's gorgeous mm-hmm. um a little bit of bravely default in that battle system too you could you charge up a meter that you can use to 
take more than one turn at a time. Type okay. Of thing, or charge up your special moves. Gotcha. Well, that's good to that's good to hear. I l- always liked the battle system in Bra- Bravely Default. It was kind of the story. It that, was the rest of Bravely it was the Default. rest of that game that I did not enjoy too terribly much. It looks like the eight stories don't really connect hmm. all that much, which I've seen a lot of people be upset with online. But I really don't. If they're gonna t- if you're gonna tell me eight distinct stories, that's fine as long as they're they're good. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so far they seem that way. I only touched on three of them in the three hours that I played. One of them was a a hunter that had a snow leopard friend on her way to find her disappeared master. Okay. Uh, The other was a cleric on a holy pilgrimage to take a sacred flame to all the churches in the world. Mm -hmm. And the other was a scribe trying to find who stole a missing book, Hmm. which I had just started when I ran out of time. Okay. And unfortunately, it seemed like the most interesting because he was gathering evidence in like a detective-y type manner. Huh. Okay. But it's cool. It'll probably definitely be worth getting when it comes out. It actually will be out by the time this comes right. out. Right. Yeah, that's what I've heard it, that it's everyone that's played it has really, really enjoyed it. So that's cool. That's really cool. Other than that, I don't think I've really done anything much else. <laughs> see Ant-Man. Yeah. And that was a big deal that I managed to get time to go see that. <laughs> Josh? Bum, bum, bum. We're looking at you, buddy. Yeah, you got anything? Yeah. Well, let's see here. I caught up and watched all of Ruby, the uh, the Rooster Teeth animated series oh are the, okay R R W B Y. i think it's pronounced ruby it is yeah pronounced it is ruby. is yeah. that is that good i've always wondered if it's good i like it it's kind of weird because it's animated kind of weird it's it's like an american anime pretty much yeah yeah in a weird fantastical world with monsters and magic and schools for training young people to be monster hunters basically mm-hmm. uh ruby rose is the main character with her crazy scythe sniper rifle thing <laughs> uh it's good i liked it um, waiting on season six to come out. Hmm. The only thing I know about that show is that there are two characters in that in the uh, Blaze Blue cross tag battle fighting game. Huh. Yeah, that's all I know. The only thing I know about it is that the creator died. Ooh. Oh, yeah, that yeah, the guy I from Teeth, yeah. Monty Monty Ohm, I think mm, his name that's was. That's the guy. Yeah, I did not realize. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pro- they're I think they're continuing it without him. I don't know. There is I a think so. The uh, season six is is slated to premiere this this fall. Ah. Uh, Okay. I wonder how they're doing. I wonder if he left like extensive notes or something. Yeah. I don't know. Perhaps. Oof, man, I hope because it really kind of leads off on a cliffhanger. Or they're doing one more season to wrap up the series and then just kind of be like, it, okay. It felt like it was coming to like a conclusion in the last mm. season. Yeah. No, I liked it. It's it's good. Uh, not really too much to talk about, really. Uh, and that one is, you know, they're. It's good. Check it out. Yeah, check it out. Okay. Um, I've gone back and started watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure from the beginning <laughs> because I've never actually seen like a whole arc of JoJo. Yeah. I've seen enough to get the memes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, is, this, is goofy. Is this an excuse to play, um... Roundabout by Yes? Yeah. I think so. Or okay. like anything by Yes, because <laughs> they have Walk Like an Egyptian and... Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> and Stardust Crusaders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Half the fun is just seeing all the characters named after bands. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Whenever there's a new character, you get excited to find out what their name is. Oh, yeah. yeah. Even some characters who only, who only show up for like a second. Mm-hmm. Like there was a drunken priest in the very first arc named St- Father Sticks. Yep. Father Sticks. <laughs> Ton, yep. Isn't there a Ton Petty? Ton Petty. Yeah. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. The, uh, yep the Tibetan monk. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harmon Master. Ton yeah. Petty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dan Harmon Master. Yeah. <laughs> oh, or my favorite, Robert E.O. Speedwagon. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a good one. I like that yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you first meet him, he's kind of like a kind of a tough street badass. Oh, he's not. No, no he never does anything. He other, does nothing other than other than try to rob uh, Jonathan well, Joestar. He does stab Jonathan Joestar through the hand. He's the anime character that exists to explain to the viewer what is happening. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, and has like no powers of his own. He's like oh, Brock yeah. from Pokemon. Kind of. Much. Yeah. Kind of. Actually, that's really apt. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> okay. he's, the, he's he's the character there to be amazed. Yeah. Okay, so in like two sentences or less, can you explain to the listener? You know, I'll give you four sentences. Explain to the listener what JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is. Oh, man. Um, oh, man. Um, that's two. That's two. <laughs> you burnt two. Yeah. <laughs> it's that hard. It, it it's is very difficult. Yeah. A family's journey through history plagued by the curse of a stone mask that makes vampires. That's at least the first two arcs. Yeah, yeah. It kind of goes from there. Yeah, it's really, it's the, yeah, it's the, you're following the um, bloodline of one specific family 
and yeah, the Joe Star, yeah, the, Joe, the Joe Star family against Dio. Well, at least for the first couple arcs, oh, really? and I, then yeah, after oh. Stardust Crusader, uh, Dio is gone. He's oh, done. Okay, and actually after that arc, the Joe Stars are done. <laughs> like the bloodline's still there, but they their last name it's no longer Joe Star. Well, it that's kind basically of basically transfers over to Japan. That's, and that's kind that's, of Joseph's fault. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah. But uh, no, it starts off as kind of like a, a kung fu kind of. Yeah, it starts show. off as a fighting anime. Yeah, it starts out as a fighting anime, and then after a couple seasons, it becomes uh, like almost like Pokemon. Except a everyone little bit. only has one. Everybody gets one, <laughs> and they're all pretty dudes that are super muscular with weird angles. Mm-hmm. And they all do really Impossible dumb Impossible angles where their spines just don't work that way. I know. It's like it's like all the characters are drawn by that erotic artist who did that Spider-Woman cover. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> people's, people's bones don't bend that way. They're, yeah. all, they're all Escher boys. Mm-hmm. If you've ever seen that Tumblr Escher girls where it focuses on bad comic book art where it's spinning just impossible. around. Yeah. Yeah. They're, like, they're like swollen chest of Captain America art. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. that Rob Liefeld drawing of Captain America. Yeah. We're going to see his front and his back at the same time. It makes him look like he's like five people wide or something. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, I'm really enjoying it, but it's mm-hmm. so bananas. Oh, yeah. That's why it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's difficult to follow, and it's great. Oh, yeah. I felt... I wanted more with Jonathan. I really did. Well, he comes back in the third arc. Really? Old Jonathan. Yeah. How? Oh, my God. He's an old man. How? Yeah. Old Jonathan. He's an old man. How? Jonathan? Yes. Oh, I'm thinking of Joseph. Sorry. Oh, oh Joseph yeah. Joseph Joestar is the... Old Joseph, not old, old Joseph. Yeah, no, yeah. No, no, I guess technically Jonathan is there as well. Technically. Mm. It sounds like spoiler territory. It, it is. <laughs> and it's a technicality. Mm. Okay. But no, it's fun. It's um, it's dumb. It's yeah. so dumb. And you can see where the writer like gets bored of his own premise like every couple of chapters and changes the... <laughs> changes the story basically. not only that his art changed mm-hmm. like if you go back and look at the mangas it is like drastic changes oh he's been writing the book for almost 30 years yeah, well, true like, it's his opus course. yeah pretty I mean, much it's like akira toyama he's done almost only but dragon ball his opus and... of overly muscular pretty dudes <laughs> with with ridiculous hair mm-hmm. i will say this from what of Stardust crusaders i have seen mm-hmm. it seems to focus left less on the quote-unquote jojo of that arc and on and all on polaref Stupid Frenchman. Oh yeah, Paul Nareff. Yeah, well that's you know that's who uh, Guile was based off of from Street Fighter. Really? Yeah, the hair. It's not that similar. They based the characters huh. very, very mildly on on Paul Nareff. He's 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 even my least favorite character in freaking Star Crusaders. Oh sure, yeah. Iggy's the best. The the little dog. Oh. <laughs> with his own like sand stand yeah. that turns into a car. Yeah, the dog was ridiculous. Yeah, he's pretty great. Unfortunately, yeah. When he gets chased through the sewers by the bird mm-hmm. stand and stuff. Yep. Yep. We're, we're speaking nonsense for I know, yeah. right. I don't, this know, is, I don't know. I have never got through the second arc, I don't think. Yeah, like, this is like... <laughs> oh, you're talking about with uh, with uh, with young Joseph? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because older Joseph is like the mentor traveling character in the freaking in Stardust Crusaders. I was on the Pillarman, I think. Yeah, yeah that's, that's kind of where I'm... That's yeah. kind of... I'm toward the end of the Pillarman. I just had a great idea for a game, though. It's a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure farming simulator called JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Stardew Crusaders. Stardew Crusaders, nice. Uh, uh, <laughs> you, you bonehead. It's a very niche niche joke. Yeah, very very tiny bit of uh, of the um, you can cross over uh, between Venn people, diagram on yeah, that one. People who know what it's JoJo like, is and people who know what Stardew Valley is. It's like three. There's like three people. It's us in this it's, room. It's us. That's pretty much it. Yeah, that joke is for no one but us. But that's okay. Uh, anyway, other than that, mm-hmm. let's see here. I rewatched all of um, Bravest Warriors. I need to do that. Peddington mm. Ward's other um, animated series other than Adventure Time. Yeah. Similar art, but more sci-fi. Mm-hmm. And eventually more of an actual storyline. And it skews older than yeah, it does. Oh, Adventure yeah. Time. Yeah. I love their funny words for everything. Like sex is a... Uh, Sassy times. Sassy times. <laughs> uh, man. I watched a bunch more Freakazoid. I've got, you know, that, I, I, keep, I keep flipping past it on my Verve, and I'm like, oh, man. It's such a good show. I, I finally, I'm finally into season two, where they just, like, dump most of the backstory to... It, it's just, yeah. Like, Dexter Douglas is still mentioned, but he's basically Freakazoid just all the time. For the most part. Because <laughs> it's funnier yeah. that way. Yeah. Is that beyond the point where uh, Ricardo Montalban wanted to become his own Freakazoid? Yeah, that okay. was like the season finale of the first, of the first season. season. Okay, yeah. Because he does become like he does. a Freakazoid-looking character. Mm-hmm. And he's so funny on it. Everybody oh, on so it good. is so funny. Ed Asner is hilarious. Oh, yeah. Cosgrove. It's great. 
Yeah. Who there's a lot more of in season two. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I guess I didn't watch season two. Who knows? <laughs> and Steph is just Harley Quinn. Like oh, the exact really? design of makeupless, costumeless Harley Quinn. Really? Because, because it's Bruce Timm. It's Bruce Timm, sure. Yeah. So it's Harley Quinzel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The whole show was created by Bruce Timm, and then mm-hmm. he, he walked away when it turned into much goofier super, super yeah just a joke he, then yeah then he wanted to do it. he's like this isn't really what i wanted to do but you guys can have it yeah so it's, it, the whole show is basically bruce tim created a, a a box of characters and gave them to the animaniacs writers pretty much yeah <laughs> it's it's the best of all of the uh steven spielberg animated shows mm-hmm. i think it really is it's kind of a distillation of all of them down to one show and it's great it's like bruce tim does the mask yeah. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Man, it's been so long since I've watched Freakazoid. You, like, ne- you need to. It's, uh-huh. it's right there. You should do it. Yeah. Oh, man. Twist my arm there, Cody. <laughs> okay. Do you think we'll ever see a revival of Freakazoid? I hope Will not. it ever yeah. come back? I was going to say, I hope he's a side character with this Animaniacs reboot. Oh, that do. would be good. Because there's no reason why they couldn't put him in the extended cast of Animaniacs. Yeah, that's true. Which was quite large. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they could drop anybody to f- put freak uh, in there how about those hippos those stupid hippos oh get likes. rid of the hippos or get rid of um the uh was it the cat that's saying uh show tunes show tunes uh, or whatever. Rita and runt yeah you can get rid of Rita and runt i'm good i'm good with that i can almost say get rid of um buttons and in, in the kid buttons and mindy yeah buttons cause... and mindy i guess you, uh, you got to keep chicken boo and you got to keep the good feathers yeah i love the good feathers yeah to where maneuver mink got herself kicked out she did yeah she made it one episode <laughs> Two actually. Two there's really. Two, oh, there's two. Cartoons. Okay. Huh. All right. <laughs> the, the, the salty old actress squirrel. She's the best. Oh, she's they pretty good though. They gotta keep Slappy. She's yeah, one of the slappy best. Squirrel. Uh, mm-hmm. I wanted to say Slappy, but it felt wrong. That, it's yeah, slappy it's, squirrel. It's slappy squirrel. She used to call out bonkers my <laughs> name on air for being terrible because it, it, well, it was terrible. It was yeah. a terrible cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man, I was not a fan of uh, Bonkers. No, but, nobody was. No, I, mean, I watched was. it, but I did not care for it. Yeah, me too. Bonkers and Marsupilami. Those, I never, oh, I never oh, watched Mercy Oh, oh it was the God. worst. It was the worst. I just looked at that as a kid, and I was like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it. Thanks, <laughs> so Thanks I hate it. <laughs> Bonkers uh, I did watch, but didn't like. I don't well, know why I watched it. Bonkers always bothered me because of what it could have been. It was originally pitched as the further adventures of Roger, Roger Rabbit. Roger Rabbit, but yeah. Steven Spielberg actually owns Roger Rabbit, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. They couldn't do that. Yep. Man, I love Roger Rabbit. It's like one of my favorite movies. There's good a one. lot of cartoons I watched as a kid that I didn't actually like, but I just watched them because they're, they're cartoons on. and yeah. they were on. Yeah. They're on and it's on Channel 28. It's one of the few channels you can pick up. And <laughs> I know, right? And you're going to watch it, on it. <laughs> I was never a huge Inspector Gadget fan, but oh, I watched see, it I'm anyway. A, see, I'm a huge Inspector Gadget guy. <laughs> it really doesn't hold up, though. I'll bet it doesn't. Like, I've gone back and watched know. old Inspector Gadget. It really don't. Yeah. Which weird is, like, in the original pilot, he has a big old mustache. He does. I do like yeah, his car, though. I've always liked the design of oh, his Oh, the Gadget Mobile is the best. Yeah. Well, he had the giant mustache because he was designed a little closer to Inspector Clouseau from the yeah, Panther yeah. cartoon or movies. You guys remember Super Dave? Vaguely. Yeah, I that was I vaguely based on Super it. Dave Osborne. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Um Hey listen, we well, gotta take a break because, oh. because if we don't, we're gonna go down like a cartoon. Hey, do you remember hole. that cartoon rabbit hole? Well, I was just gonna say oh, I, yeah, one I more. saw where one more. um somebody is trying to push like seriously push a gargoyles live action film. Fine. The real adventures of Johnny Quest. I remember it. I, I remember it. That. Yeah, that was, a good series. that was a good series. Yeah, I was really into that when I was a kid. Had like I that, had that, like that kind of cheesy CG opening. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I had the CG parts when they went into Quest World. Oh, yeah, they yeah. did go into Quest World. Ugh. That's right. Yeah. I, I was super into it as a kid, and I don't remember hardly anything about it. Though yeah. I, I, I blame watching that is like some of my favorite parts when they when they reference Johnny Quest in the Venture Brothers. Yeah. yeah. Venture Brothers and Harvey Birdman. Yes. Yeah. All right, well, hey, let's go ahead and take a break here, and when we come back, we'll get into a little bit of news.
back that was roundabout by yes we mentioned it earlier in the first half of the show so we figured ah what the heck we might as well play it uh so yeah so we have a little bit of news here to go through <laughs> it's, it's a good song it's and a good I so- can it's mow, solid i can mow the entirety of my front yard during its duration yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah yeah no we can uh we can go ahead and get into a little bit of news here and we'll go ahead and start things off 
with uh, this is kind of half game and half uh, movie news. So they are working on a live action Sonic the Hedgehog film. Cody, what's uh, what's one of the big things with this Sonic the Hedgehog movie? That's there's there's kind of three news items here. Yeah, one, hear I don't know if we talked about it, but they cast Sonic's voice is going to be is it James Marsden? Is that how you pronounce it? The guy Spike from Buffy. Yeah, he's going to be the voice of Sonic. He's the voice of Sonic T Hedgehog. Ah, if uh, I think ble- <laughs> if Bleeding Cool is to be believed. Oh, and they usually are. They're usually pretty good about that stuff. Uh, number two is they've cast Doctor uh, Ivo Robotnik. <laughs> Okay. And he's uh, Jim Carrey, which is weird. That's that's weird. (laughs) Yeah, because, you know, Jim Carrey looks nothing like an egg. No. No, not even a little bit. He doesn't even have a huge mustache. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, have you seen him lately? Oh, maybe. He does have a huge beard. Yeah. 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 But uh, no, that's that's weird casting for Eggman. Um, I I guess it makes sense because Jim Carrey does voices, but but I never actually thought of him as being like a voice actor. Yeah. And Eggman isn't inherently funny either. Not really. Like, he runs two gambits. He's either so incompetently dumb that it's, like, ridiculous, or he's scary supervillain. Yeah. Yeah, there's no middle ground. Um, I mean, he's my favorite Sonic character. <laughs> <laughs> just because he is so weird. Oh, man, I thought it'd be Biggs the Cat. Yeah, I was just gonna, I was just gonna make a Big the Cat joke. <laughs> no, it's Rouge the Bat. Rouge. Uh... <laughs> and, and the third piece of, of Sonic news is, uh, it's rumored that they're eyeing Paul Rudd ant-man himself yeah to play a cop that's sonic's best friend yeah i sounds good i mean i don't know <laughs> when i first when i first heard the news i was like i don't why 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 paul rudd why do we need paul rudd to be uh be in this movie where he's a cop who is sonic the hedgehog's best friend where they solve crimes together and then i said that out loud and went you know what i kind of want to see that <laughs> i mean when you're speeding around at the speed of sound who do you want to have your back but paul rudd yeah that's true officer paul rudd yeah Okay. Let's just, just hope that that casting is not no good. <laughs> I, that was you, a stretch. You really forced I that really, one in there, but you got it. I got it. I got the joke. I got the joke, everybody. Congratulations. Balloons come down, streamers. Yeah. Air <laughs> he, horns. He said the thing. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Yeah. Uh, I, I think this movie is going to be very bad. Oh, incredibly. Uh, and I think it would have made a lot more sense had they made it about 20 years ago. Sure. When, when Sonic, when people still cared about Sonic the Hedgehog? With well, yeah. Julia White as the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog. And, and when there was only one Sonic the Hedgehog, one focused, yeah. like, what Sonic was. Because now we've got, you know, classic Sonic. Mm-hmm. They got Sonic Adventure, yeah. where he runs around with people. You have Sonic 06, where he made out with that, that Princess. actual woman, yeah. that, that human woman. And, and that was like, weird. And we got Sonic Boom. Yeah, Sonic like, Boom. Sonic with his with his arm wraps. His mummy wraps. He's part, he's part mummy in that one. <laughs> it sounds like we're making this up. We're not it, making no, this up. We're not. It's like what? Like what are they gonna do? Like how they're gonna try to appease everybody? Because that's what they generally try to do with Sonic I, uh, the Hedgehog. I have, I have a question. Do you think a they will have tails? Oh yeah. Sure. Will they have Metal Sonic? Yes. Yes. I hope so. I, I bet Sonic. you what. I bet you what the movie's gonna be. If they're smart, it's going to be an adaptation of Sonic Adventures one. Yeah. that's probably the most cohesive um, story. Like, e- Plus there's people. E- the most easily to follow kind of storyline. Um, yeah, it's going to be some sort of version of that. Yeah, well, that's you know, chaos. Then, because because then you, that way you'll have a giant CGI monstrosity at, in the third act of fight. You, what you need in a, in, a, in, yeah. a, in a superhero movie nowadays. Pretty much. But yeah, if they're smart, they'll do that. Plus that it Plus gives them there's the biggest... Archie, there was Archie Sonic too. There's like, Archie Sonic, yeah. It's such a mess. And there's no... Movies can't handle making a video game movie when there's only one set continuity. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, let alone five. I think we've named off five so far. Yeah. I'm sure there's a couple that we've missed. You know, plus in Sonic Adventure, you know, he goes, you know, Super Saiyan at the end. Well, he yeah. does that in all the games, basically. At, at, the, at this point, yeah. Oh, what about Shadow? Shadow the Hedgehog? Oh, he'll be in it. Yeah. People like him too. Kid, the kids love him. The kids love that, that Sonic the Hedgehog that rides a motorcycle and carries a gun because that's want... what Sonic the Hedgehog needs. <laughs> I don't I don't want that Lord. Get that, get that out of here. I wasn't it will really... have as many side characters as they can squeeze into. Yeah. So Knuckles and Amy. And... Oh, well, yeah, you're going to have those characters. I mean, okay, what's the over-under of, uh, like, Silver the Hedgehog? The, I don't the think, te- he'll, telekinetic I don't think one. he'll be in it. You know, he showed up in uh, the newest Sonic game. That's Sonic true. Manias? Or no, Sonic Forces. Sonic Forces. Forces. He, he, was, he, Forces. Was, he had a speaking role in Forces. He was a fairly major character in Forces. Same thing with um, Charmy the Bee. Yeah. And Vector. Vector. SBO. Yeah. Yeah, I really. SBO I, had that w- really weird deep voice. Yeah, well, he's a cool ninja dude. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he well, he's basically uh, um, Ninja Gaiden the 
the Sonic. The Sonic. <laughs> I really like Sonic Forces as a guilty pleasure game. It's so over the top and stupid. That oh yeah, it's thoroughly enjoyable. It kind of rolls back around. Yeah, for at least one playthrough. Mm-hmm. Oh sure, sure. But the, yeah, this movie is gonna be terrible. <laughs> oh, it's gonna not be good. Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see. To but roll- then again, wouldn't that be accurate to Sonic? Though? <laughs> yeah, at this point, it is going to be accurate. I mean, if nothing else, that means the Twitter, the Sonic Twitter, can make fun of itself with the movie. Yeah, it's so good at it. Oh yeah. Except for Sonic Mania, which is perfect and amazing. It's a very that's a good game and the greatest thing. Yeah, the, it's the best Sonic game they've ever played. <laughs> it is. All right, so hey, let's uh, let's jump from a movie that may probably not be good to one that probably will be good. Uh, RoboCop. Oh, man, I'm yeah. so excited. Josh, what do you know my about... My favorite film of all time, RoboCop. Yeah, actually, the first RoboCop is one of my favorite yeah, films. Yeah, I'm being, I'm being 100% yeah, serious. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I love the first RoboCop. Yeah, the, the satire in that one is like just mm, on it's, point. It's so on point. Okay, so Josh, tell me what's going on with with the RoboCops. So... The Robot Cops. Robert I, Cop. Yeah. <laughs> Robert O'Cop. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been his name instead of... Uh, yeah. Oh, what is his real Alex name? Murphy. Yeah, Alex, Alex Murphy. Alex Murphy. It should have been Robert O'Cop. Sources are saying there is, I don't know, rumors or has it been, or has it been? Sources, sources. as in sources coming from the director himself. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> how do you say his name? Neil uh, Blomkamp? Blomkamp, yeah. So the guy who did um, uh, District 9. And Chappie. And, and Chappie. <laughs> Hollywood darling Chappie. <laughs> yeah. I kind of like Chappie. It's, it, it's different. Anyway. Uh, anyway. He is doing a RoboCop sequel. Mm-hmm. Not a sequel to the RoboCop reboot they had a couple years ago. With Joel Kinnaman, where it was just... Eh. Extremely forgettable. Extremely... Ext- yeah. It was a movie. And I don't say that having seen it. I haven't. I just you forget know, that it exists. See, that's the thing. <laughs> it's The movie's not bad. It's, it's also not, not great. It's not great. It's It falls into that line where it's even worse than being bad. It is just average and forgettable. Kind of mm-hmm. like the Total Recall reboot. Exactly like the Total Recall reboot. Yeah, and they also came out about the same time. Yeah, just about. So, which only worked because Kate Beckinsale just ate it up every time she was on screen. Oh, yeah. So anyway, that's beside the point. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, Chappie B District 9, it wants to direct a sequel to the original RoboCop film. Called The Return of RoboCop. Yes, The Return of RoboCop. That's Yay, exciting. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's... Because the other RoboCop could... sequels are terrible. I, I've never seen it. them. If two and three are awful. Well, they're Frank Miller, so they're straight. They're straight garbage. Yeah. I didn't know that about them. That mm-hmm. they the only reason they exist and Frank Miller did them is because of a writer strike in the eighties. Yeah, that's what it is. Slash nineties. Robocop 90s? three, where he got the jetpack. Uh, which where's the one where he fights the 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 robot ninja? I I know there's one where he fights a robot that's powered by drugs. That's two. That's, yeah, Robocop that's two. two. That's Robocop two. So yeah, yeah, jetpack is Robocop three. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, I love the first Robocop movie so much. Oh, it's so good. And if anyone can match the the uh, stylings of um, oh god, Paul what's his name? Verhoeven? Paul Verhoeven, and kind of match the the look and the feel and the satire of the original, it's Blomkamp. Um, it yeah, just makes me style. wonder if they're going yeah. to try to get um, what's his name back as um, old Alex Murphy still oh, in the suit. Oh crap! I don't know. Buckaroo Banzai. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Um, the oh. captain from Star Trek uh, Into Darkness, the bad one. Yeah, it's. It's bugging me. I'm looking it up now. It's, okay. It's bugging the level crap out of me. <laughs> Peter oh. Weller. Peter Weller. There we yeah. go. I need, there we go. I didn't yeah. have to look it up. I knew mm-hmm. it. That would, be, that would be a really interesting get if they can get like an, uh, like the human portion of RoboCop is starting to get too old and is starting to wither inside mm, the suit yeah. and have a story about like aging RoboCop. I mean, there isn't, there isn't much left of him. <laughs> There's not much, yeah. but I mean, what there is left would age normally. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I mean, you have like... You know, shiny brand new robo parts with like, you know, six, uh, a brain and top of face that's pushing like 70. Or, or because of all the crap with, uh, with, uh, o- with OCP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> Was that the name of the company? Yeah, OCP. Yeah. Um, maybe they're not keeping up with his maintenance. Yeah. Because of what happens at the end of the movie. Oh, Robocop's become a real beater. Yeah. He's a real lemon. Maybe they stopped using him and he's just in a cobweb covered box in the corner of the police station and like But like somebody, his human parts are still like active yeah, and like human. Somebody trips over the cord and plugs it and it pushes into the wall a little bit more and he turns back on. Oh man. I can't get you know He's going haywire. He just creaks old. the whole time. <laughs> Rusty Robocop. <laughs> I don't know, but I would definitely buy this for a dollar. Ah, uh, for sure. I well, I'd buy I mean, it for several dollars. I'm going to say with inflation. I'm just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd pay seven dollars for a ticket to that. <laughs> I mean, 
I hope it's cheesy because I love I I love the first movie. It's it's got to be cheesy. If what, it were to work, it's got to be cheesy. Because they they tried serious RoboCop, and that's what happened. That's how you got the um, uh, Kinnaman RoboCop. That is super boring and bland. I mean, it's not quite serious. I mean, there's still some slight satire in the remake. Mm. It's a different kind of satire, just enough. Because the original, the, the Sam Jackson bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the original it. movie, because the original movie was satire on like consumerism in America, mm-hmm. and you know, and things like that. Where the remake was more about a media, geo- geopolitical, and media. Yes, yeah. It kind of has a transhumanism bent to a little, it. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. Where like Robocop starts off pretty machine like and then regains his humanity versus the remake where he becomes more machine like. Right. The yeah. End. They they slowly strip his humanity away the longer he's Robocop. Yep. Yeah. Well, anyway, this is going to be good. Uh, I'm, Maybe I'm looking forward. <laughs> that to was, uh, it, it's going to be interesting at least. Deep dive into the mythos of. The uh, Robocop. Robocop. Do you yeah, remember the Robocop. Robocop series? The TV show? Yeah. The, the animated series? No. The live oh, action. Okay, one. I don't remember the live action. I remember the the animated series. Yeah, they they uh they end up creating a second Robocop. Robocop 2. T-O-O. He is <laughs> Robocop also. Well, I mean, he looked just like regular Robocop, except his armor was black and he had a and he was an African American gentleman. Ah. But it, it was like kind of like the same style. I mean, he was an officer who was cut down in the line of duty. Mm. Presumably the day before he was to retire. <laughs> he was too old for that biz. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. So we have a couple of quick hits here that we can just kind of uh, blow through real quick. First up, well, let's go ahead and talk about this real quick. Uh, Netflix is, um, you know, they've been getting into the TV series game a little bit. And they're actually going to be a making, wee bit. Just, just a, just a wee bit. bit. Just a tiny bit. And they're going to be jumping into a remake of, much like um, Voltron, they're going to be making a remake of a uh, another classic Japanese style series kaiju battle guy yeah uh ultraman which is actually pretty neat i never thought i would i would hear anything about like a uh, new an Amer- ultraman an american well they've been making ultramans forever well, but yeah. like it hasn't it, it just hasn't been ultraman ultras yeah, like, man <laughs> yeah like the last the last ultraman that we got in america i think was Gridman, which was um uh superhuman samurai cyber squad Oh, man. They played some dubbed Ultraman on Fox Kids briefly. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they did. Didn't like they? it was live action, but dubbed. Yeah. Okay. Kind of like the, the the Power Rangers treatment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was more so with Super Cyber Samurai Squad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, um, the this Ultraman is going to be an American produced series, animated series, animated series, uh, CG three D three D animated yes. series, and it looks uh, hyper realistic, and it looks actually really cool. I imagine um, it'll probably be a lot like the battle scenes from Voltron. Probably. But, which, uh, which the new Ultron's really good. That's, that's what I've heard. I've heard, but the first episode's a full-length movie, and I just find it hard to yeah, same. sit down and watch all of that. Same here. But uh, but no, I mean, there's not much to talk about, because so far all we've gotten is a, a poster, poster and a nebulous like, two, 2019 date for it. But I like things that grow huge and punch ro- monsters that look kind of like robots. So <laughs> I'm in. Okay. I'll watch it. Yeah, hopefully Netflix does good. I a lot of their kids stuff is not good though. I yeah. would imagine it's probably not exactly for kids. This Ultraman, it the if you're judging by the poster, it's not going to be for kids. No, or at least it's not going to be for young kids. It might be for a uh, teen to I, late. I teen, would see it's probably 20. the same audience that that they aimed a young adult Voltron yeah. at, like and a young ne- adult. Netflix kind of makes a lot of cartoons for kids that are almost all not good. Oh, I know. Yeah. Trust me, I know. I've it's seen a, a bunch real, of them. It's a real shame mm-hmm. too. Yeah, like I'll, Inspector Gadget was bad. Yeah, the reboot was. There was like bad. some some frog fighting show that was really bad. We'll just say Battletoads. No, yeah, just, no, because that would be awesome. <laughs> no, it was like almost like Redwall meets Kung Fu meets. See, that does sound cool, but it's not. It's really not. I watched yeah. it. It's really bad. A lot of their DreamWorks movie properties into TV shows are not good. Like yeah. the like the like the uh, How to Train Your Dragon series. I don't know if it's good or not. It's but... not. I watched it. <laughs> or it's the not. the Home series. Oh, yeah. I haven't watched that. Uh, Peabody and Sherman, though, is actually really good. I That's did, what I've heard. I did like Peabody <laughs> and Sherman. And the art is like really good. Like The style it has going on is excellent. So if you haven't checked that out, maybe I mean, do. heck, that movie was good. I never mm-hmm. saw the movie. I liked it a lot. The movie was good. It, yeah, it, made, it made you really feel for Mr. Peabody. Mm. <laughs> but in news regarding Netflix cartoons that are good, yes. Gretzko, the metal singing... Uh, Red, Red Panda, Panda Office Lady. Office Lady is getting a second season. Yeah, we've talked a little bit about the series. I uh, I think a few weeks ago I mentioned that was one of my check it outs. I watched the first couple episodes of it. Yeah. Cody, you said you finally yeah, finished it. Yeah, I just it. finished it the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's good and it's relatable and it's just really good. <laughs> I just think it's exciting to think of a heavy metal Hello Kitty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which is what she is. Yeah. But also tells like super relatable, realistic adult stories. Yeah, set in like the workplace or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's like... Whenever somebody says adult cartoon, it's always like some 
bawdy family guy, family guy nasty crap. Yeah. And like this is an Get adult some of that South Park humor. In yeah, there. exactly. This is an adult cartoon that treats its viewer like an adult, but doesn't have to be nasty. Yeah. And it just makes you feel relatable to the characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And well, and it's it's not just that it's relatable; it's legitimately funny. Yeah. All without resorting to nasty humor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, ooh, speaking of other projects that come from the land of the rising sun that are coming to America, Legendary Pictures is doing a live-action Gundam film. Okay. Gundamu. I mean, the only person sitting at this table that cares about that is me. Yeah. I mean, theoretically, I like Gundam. I mean, I've yeah, just in, never in set... theory, giant robots, sure. Yeah, I've just never sat down to watch it. I don't really know where to even There's start. There's too much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, here's the weird thing with Gundam. There are many Gundam series, but not all of them fall within the same universe. Here's the thing. Gundam falls into that same category as Doctor Who with me. There's so much that I don't know where to start, and I get overwhelmed and just don't want to. Don't, don't want inter- to. Do not interact. I don't, I don't want to. Uh, well, uh, a few points. Uh, don't watch G Gundam. Okay. But I heard that's good. I never cared for it, which is weird because you think I would because it's basically Dragon Ball the Gundam. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am dead serious. You just, that's a great episode title, by the way. Yeah. Dragon Ball the Gundam. <laughs> I Some mean, good SEO on that one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, instead of instead of being like pilots in a fighting machine, they are martial artists in culturally offensive themed mobile suits. <laughs> it's like Punch Out. Yeah. <laughs> like the whole point of the series is instead of war, the different space colonies, which are countries. Mm-hmm. So there's like a space colony full of Italians. Yes. <laughs> and they have a giant pasta robot. Just about. <laughs> no, like seriously. This sounds great. Seriously, the, the 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 Gundam fighter from Mexico is called Tequila Gundam. <laughs> I love it. And it's I got love a big it. stupid sombrero on. Of course. And like yes. a poncho. Yes. Does it have a mu- robot mustache? Yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. I gotta watch this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> writing down. Watch G Gundam. <laughs> um. <laughs> let's see here. Uh, what about that one where they're like that? Not even the size of humans. Oh, S- SD Gundam? SD Gundam? Where they're tiny, they're tiny like baby robots? Yeah, they're chibi style. Yeah. That was a weird series. Yeah. Like, you see a lot of familiar suits, but they all, like, instead of being, like, robots piloted by people, they are they have their own personalities, uh, people, things. Okay. It's weird. Yeah, um, sounds like it. Oh, man, there's so many weird <laughs> things in G Gundam. <laughs> <laughs> there's no reason why they couldn't make a good live-action Gundam movie, I don't think. They did a live-action. Well, Sunrise, the, <laughs> the studio who owns Gundam, made a live-action Gundam film. Back in the early 2000s. I'm sure that called was... Called G-Savior. And it was awful. <laughs> like, the CG mobile suit battles were just terrible looking. I mean, it was bad. Well, you, you get that with uh, a lot of times when you have uh, uh, the cheaply made uh, Japanese-produced live-action films based yeah. on their anime. What I can say is, being its legendary pictures... Mm-hmm. I believe Legendary also did Pacific Rim. Yeah. Yeah. They also did Power Slash Rangers. <laughs> it's Power Lightning Bolt Rangers. Saban Which yeah. did you did did you guys? Um, I know I sent you guys that thing. Uh, oh, where they're selling all the props. There's, yeah, there's a uh, an auction house that is selling off all the props from the the Power Slash Rangers film. So uh, chances are that's not getting a sequel. They're probably just going to reboot the series now that uh, um, uh, Bandai Hasbro. Hasbro owns it instead of Bandai. Oh man, make the make the Zords look even worse because it's owned by the Transformers people. Or yeah. better, <laughs> it could be better. It won't be better. I mean, listen. <laughs> Hasbro puts out the G1 robot uh, toy line now. It's so, just like, true. This is true. The animated series, the the the, the Power of the Primes trilogy, they've been doing on it's uh, legit on G90. Was, it, was that what that service yeah. is called? Yeah. It that's really good. It's really really good. Bumblebee looks pretty good in that movie. Bumblebee, Bumblebee does okay. look good, and I hate it because it looks so good. Yeah, that makes me so mad. It's a Herbie movie. Yeah. Yeah. Where a Herbie turns into a robot. robot. Yeah. yeah. With but I'm with, okay with that. With a Bumblebee that actually looks kind of like Bumblebee. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a Volkswagen Beetle and like mm-hmm. Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah, right. That's who that is. That's who that is. Yes, Carly Rae Jepsen. She has emotion. <laughs> also, a color correct Starscream fighter jet. It looks kind of yeah. good. Yeah, yeah it's I like mean, kind of good movie. The terrible thing is, I'll probably watch it. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm curious enough. You mean you're gonna spend money on a movie starring John Cena? Ba, ba, da, ba. Then maybe you won't see it. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Good. I'm glad you got that. Good. I, I teed that one up for you guys. I'm glad someone someone hit that one. Uh, I think it sliced it a bit. Now just edit it to, so I got it faster. Yeah. Oh, definitely. For sure. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, Gundam. Uh, sure. Why not? I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah. No, I mean, just curious. I feel like Legendary makes a lot of trash. They do. They do. <laughs> yeah. They make trash action films and they make super trash horror movies. 
That is their two bags. But you know what? If they get just the right amount of trash, sometimes I mean, I love the first. I love the first Pacific Rim movie. Mm -hmm. That movie is like you want to talk about guilty pleasures. I love that stupid movie. Oh yeah, it's great. I still haven't seen the sequel yet. Heard it's. I heard it's not good. Not super great. Okay, uh, let's see. What can we talk about? You guys want to get mad about the uh, Batgirl? The Batgirl? Oh, yeah. I, okay, so this isn't going to work very well in a uh, audio medium because, you know, the, it's, comic it's based off of a comic book picture. An, an image we saw. <laughs> but um, so years ago, they redesigned Batgirl for her solo book. Babs Tarr did an excellent job redesigning her and making her look. It's like one of my favorite both, all time. Oh, yeah. Costume. Yeah. Both iconic, but also a f- functional as a real life kind sort of costume. Heck, like, I wrote an article a, about this. She did. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Um, and she it, had like uh, basically a motorcycle jacket with the bat symbol and like snap on cape, snap on cape and, and like cool pouches and a, and like functional boots. Like it's just a really cool design. It's an yeah, excellent. It was outfit. excellent design. It was also well, a good book. Yeah, oh mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah. she looks fashionable and functional and cool. <laughs> yeah. That's, I think that's what I like the be- the most about it is that she was functional as well as like just iconic. Well, they've, uh, they're going back to a more classic design of Batgirl and uh, it's actually, actually it's not even the classic. It's no. like they're, they're rolling it back like even further in the opposite direction to where she has like a weird gray costume with like yellow stiletto heels. It's almost like, and like, it's almost the uh, was it Alicia Silverstone was Batgirl in the one? Oh my god, it almost it is. almost is. And like she has, um, she doesn't have a bat cowl. She has like a, basically a domino mask with little tiny, little tiny, tiny, tiny bat ears that poke out of her hair. Yeah, it's not it's, even attached. It doesn't look like it's attached to the mask. See, it almost looks like she's wearing uh, like a headband, a headband with, 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 on it. With it looks like she has horns. Ears. She looks like Zero Two from Darling in the Franks's horns. If you've watched that anime, <laughs> I mean, seriously, look up Zero Two. Her horns look. Like the bad ears. Yeah. But anyway, the costume just looks bad. I mean, I kind of see what the design was going for. Uh, The color scheme is based off of uh, Batgirl from uh, the animated series. So she had the gray suit with the blue cape and the yellow gloves and boots and the logo. Oh, it does look like that. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, you're right. Um, But I keep seeing ads for that anime. You know, it's pretty good. The the costume is bad enough as it is. Like, I would be kind of bent out of shape about the costume being changed to this anyway. Spandex look. But. Have going from uh, a really strong, excellent design to a r- just almost like the polar opposite. Yeah, uh, makes it even even more of a. It's, negative no, it's jump. a case of them trying to fix something that wasn't broken mm-hmm. and overshooting it by like ten paces. Yeah, it's yeah. like okay, if we could make Batman look tactical and functional, mm-hmm. and make Nightwing look tactical and functional, why can't Batgirl be tactical and functional? I mean, you could argue that the original switch to the the Gail Simone era Batgirl to the was also kind of a... fixing something that wasn't technically broken. True. But I mean, at least then they made it better. Yeah. They or, did make it better. Or at least different in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will argue to my dying day that that was the best costume Batgirl ever had. Oh, sure. Yeah. I, I agree. I agree. It's right up there with Spider Gwen as being a fantastic costume. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Well, listen, we can't l- end this show on a down note. So let's talk about something real good for like one minute to kind of wrap up this show. Uh, do we want to keep talking about comic books? Yeah, sure. We're on a roll. Sure. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, to wrap up the show, they just announced that the uh, ongoing Wonder Woman comic series is being taken over by G. Willow Wilson, who is a writer. She has been, uh, she's been attached primarily to the uh, Ms. Marvel comic from Which is great. Uh, Marvel comic. She's an excellent writer. Um, I always kind of thought that Wonder Woman works best when you have a female writer writing her, especially someone like Wilson, who, is a, just a really strong writer and really gets a good feel for writing strong female characters. When I, strong yet relatable female characters. When I bought comics, uh, Ms. Marvel was one of the ones I stuck with the longest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, unfortunately we live in a landscape where any kind of change like that is going to come with a certain amount of backlash because fandom is uh, inherently toxic, toxic and broken. <laughs> but I, I haven't seen nearly as much backlash on this because I think it's pretty universally understood that Wilson is an excellent writer and can do the character justice. Also, the previous writing team was not it good. It wasn't great. They were bad. Yeah, it wasn't great. They, like their first issue, they had Wonder Woman like cuddling a teddy bear or some yeah, crap. Like it, it was, it was real bad. It was not good. Especially when it went from the great new, like new 52 run in Wonder Woman mm-hmm. was so good. Mm-hmm. And then... That was that was one of the best things in the new Fifty Two was that run. Was, of Wonder was Woman. one of the yeah. only good ones. Yeah. yeah, Wonder Woman and Aquaman was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. No, I agree. And I a agree. lot of the Batman stuff was pretty good, but you had to like re- know a lot of what was going on. Oh, because yeah. I was like right in the midst of the Grant Morrison 
Yeah. yeah. Well, that was one of the but ones that didn't change a whole that lot. When that didn't get rebooted. The costume around. got changed and that was it. Yeah. Anyway, Until we're talking about Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um, but I think this is a, yeah, just kind of wrap things up. This is a <laughs> This is going to be good. Wonder Woman's going to be real good. <laughs> yeah. Wonder Woman really kind of, de- really deserves to be one of the top three books at DC Comics. I really, I mean, she's really part of the, believe that. the quote unquote Trinity. I know. Yeah, they yeah. need to treat her like she's part yeah, of she, Trinity. Yeah. Sometimes they really don't. Well, time and time again, she kind of gets the short end of the stick. In lieu of like other characters like Flash or Aquaman, whoever's or hot Green at the Lantern. moment. Yeah, for the longest time it was Green Lantern, and I mean, as a Green Lantern fan, I, I was always kind of pumped. But yeah, I mean, I he mean, was he was real hot there for a while, for, for a minute. Uh, but no, I, it's Wonder Woman's time, and I think uh, Wilson is uh, the right writer to do it. I you know I I can't say enough good things about uh, G. Will Wilson as uh, as a writer. So I this mean, is great. If if you ask me who should write Wonder Woman, she would have been in the top three. She was there with Gail Simone and Kelly Sue DeConnick. Kelly Sue DeConnick would have been a really good one, actually. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, that would have been really good. Um, all right. Well, anyway, uh, we have pretty much hit time, so we can go ahead and wrap things up. You've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can also find us at most forms of social media, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram if you want to see some pictures of things we've taking pictures of um <laughs> at nerd overload now you can pop us an email at staff at nerdoverload.com your questions comments complaints we still have fan emails we need to get to maybe next week we just keep running out of time but yeah. i promise we're going to get to them sooner we, or later we kind of had a backup of news this week we kind of have yeah yeah <laughs> taking a week off that usually that's usually what happens but we'll, we'll get to we'll it next get week there. we promise we promise and also you can subscribe to our youtube channel nerd overload tv so do it. <laughs> yeah, just why not? Five-star uh, review on uh, iTunes, please. Yeah, that would be very nice. Write a review. Um, yeah, we're on iTunes, we're on Stitcher, we're on Google Play, we're on Spotify, which is really cool. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Uh, yeah, word of mouth, it does wonders for us. Uh, hey, do you like t-shirts? They're all right. No, yeah, I wear. Yeah. I always wear one. Yeah, well, <laughs> if you like a t-shirt, guess what? We have t-shirts. Go to our uh, homepage, uh, nerdoverload.com, and there's a link right at the top to our stop uh, showing, public page. Stop showing everyone your nipples and buy a t-shirt, you nasty, nasty boy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And, hey, you know what? If, you, if you're uh, totally against t-shirts, get a mug. They sell mugs. That's pretty cool. It has our logo on it. They're pretty nice. I have one. It's pretty great. Um, uh, buy two if you need to cover your nipples with the mugs. With the mugs, two <laughs> mugs, one for each. There you go. All right. So uh, again, thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back next week. I hope I'm allowed to say nipples on the radio. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs>